AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel Hello and welcome to episode 21, season 10 of the Fighting Cop podcast. Today I'm joined on the line by Callum and John Bass. How are you doing, boys? 
Good, mate. It really upsets me that you say the episode number before the season. What? It's bothered me. It's bothered me for like the last three seasons that you've started doing it like that. What do what do, what do, what do you fucking get a life, mate? Say the season first, then say the episode. Thank you. There's literally there's people dying around the world in horrible ways right now, and that's burning. Probably. Yeah. Burning. Yeah. Can can you feel that resentment, Flav? Can you feel that, mate? Because it's palpable <laughs> to me. It's real, just like built up resentment from Cal that he's just unlit. He's waiting for the right moment as well, isn't he? He's waiting for right at the beginning. I don't know where. Get his, get his jibes in, mate. Where it's come from. Look, mm. things are good. Things are good. Tottenham are currently second in the league. And we're going to be talking, we're dedicating this episode to the Fighting Cock to Jose Mourinho. Not like something bad's happened to him, so we dedicated it to him, to make him feel better. He's just spent a year, he's completed a whole year of being manager at Tottenham Hotspur. And it's gone quickly actually um john let's start with you what hmm. did you think we were gonna get with jose Mourinho, and has that played out um so i'm gonna be brutally honest i thought we were getting a busted flush i thought we were getting the man who had done it all and was on the decline and was was over and that we were basically gonna we were gonna be the club that exposed that brutally very quickly uh, and actually, I don't. I actually still don't know whether or not it's played out. Now, with all of that being said, I actually don't care because I'm fucking enjoying it right now. I'm really enjoying it. And right now, he's doing a great job and he is proving me wrong. Whether or not that, that pans out that way, then I, I actually don't care right now because I'm, I'm enjoying it. But yeah, I, I thought we were getting a man who was, who was done and finished based on what I saw at United and the stuff that he was doing there. I thought it was over, but... But yeah, for now, it's doing all right, mate. It's doing all right. Yeah, I mean, we're second in the league, and no one gave us a chance. It's not it's definitely not a busted flush. I think we can all agree on that, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Cal, what about you? What, did, did he match your expectations? Have you flipped remember... and have and, and have you flip flopped at all this season? Oh my god, uh, not so much this season. I flip flopped last season Me a too. lot, big time. Um, I think maybe after Bournemouth. Um, I remember. I think it might have been in the in the Patreon Telegram group saying, "Just fucking go, just get out of my football club, <laughs> just get the fuck out." <laughs> like I was just like, "This is." It was so bad, wasn't it? Towards yeah. the end of last mm. season, even though we we wasn't we didn't lose that many games, it was some of the football was so bad, and particularly the Bournemouth game. And Bournemouth were a terrible side last season. Yeah, we just it just seemed like such a struggle um, last season. So yes, absolutely flip flop, flip flopped a million times. Yeah, and, and I think this is now it's now a case flip flop, right? It's, everyone's doing it. It's the new thing. Um, it's the thing. It's fine. <clears throat> yeah, you're fine to flip flop, right? It's like someone messaged me. Uh, his name's Ray Ratio or something. Some geezer on Twitter, and he said, right. "Can Flav? Um, no, does Flav now love love Jose Mourinho?" And I responded, "But I mean, no. Does he still want him to to, to go like he did last year?" And I said, no, I don't want him to go now because we're good now. We were shit then. I want him to go when we were shit. Now we're good. I want him to stay forever. That, that's um, that's completely rational and reasonable thing to say, right? For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, I will flip-flop. I'll reserve the right to do it. If we go on a five-match unbeaten, I mean, uh, a game streak without winning, then mm-hmm. I reserve the right to ask him to leave our football club. <laughs> Find someone else. Right. <laughs> Find someone better. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Um, I, I honestly think 
I remember when, when he signed for us, and obviously it, it came after a period of, of awful results under Pochettino, where it really did feel like the end of a beautiful relationship, but one that probably stayed together a bit too long. Uh, where both partners are lashing out at each other a little bit. Just got a little bit nasty, didn't it, towards the end. Um, and then Jose Mourinho, and I remember being ecstatic, thinking, Shh, like, we've got a winner here. We've got some, we've finally, we've got someone who will 100% guarantee us success. And then within, I would say within five months of that, I was ready for him to go, which is <laughs> stupid and pathetic and it's short-sighted. And, you know, I'm only half-joking about the flip-flopping because is. Sometimes you do have to take a step back and appreciate what you've got. Now, what we did see, though, through Jose Mourinho's tenureship over the last year is an ability to pick up points, even though the performances weren't great, ability to, to, to get the ball over the line consistently. Um, it was, I, kind of, I think about the Arsenal result, particularly, John, and what you thought about that, mm. where he just did... He, we weren't the favourites going into that game. And he did what was necessary because there was a lot of hype around Arsenal and Arteta at that time. And he did what was necessary to nullify them. Same with Leicester. Leicester were in, I know they were struggling for form, but what Yeah, what, what do you make of his game management ability, I guess I'm asking, Josh? I've got to be honest, That that is the thing that I think's like never been in doubt with him. It's just like how, um, it's this kind of the other stuff around it. Like what does the, the game feel like? Um, how does it feel to actually like play in that environment and what the, the style of football that he's playing? Um, and whether or not that can be like enjoyable enough for us to kind of put up with the other stuff, the actual winning games side of things, I think he's like always been consistent with that, and is always an area that he's gonna he's gonna do well in. Um, and what what he's done is he's proved that, and he's done he's done an amazing job at like just grinding out results, which is why we sit where we do in the league. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Cal? Um, yeah, it's. You know, I, I think I remember, you know, when, when Pochettino went, I, I think I was really pleased that they appointed somebody so quickly. And mm. I this morning when, when we was talking about recording this part, I had kind of a flashback to walking down the high road. And uh, in between, you know, objectifying women and doing geezer quotes from films, we do talk about football sometimes. And I remember, I think it was Bardi. I think Bardi said Pochettino is going to go and I think I'll take Mourinho. That, that'd be all right. And it just seemed like the the logical thing to do because he was available, yeah. um, and that was that was probably the, the number one criteria at the time is who's available and who can we get. And when we got him, I was quite pleased because, like you said, we've got a guy that knows the Premier League first of all, has won the Premier League three times, and has kind of the the stones to, to have the clear out that we need that we really really needed at the time, and I think. I think that's that's starting to bear fruit now. I think um, if you think about the team that he inherited, as much as he lauded it, Jose Mourinho, about how he loves this squad, it's almost completely different. Like, not necessarily in personnel. We've signed a lot of players. You know, Doherty, Hoibier in there. Um, Winks has just sort of faded away. Deli doesn't even have a sniff. Bearing in mind, the beginning of Jose Mourinho's career at Spurs, Deli Alli was his main guy. He got him playing. Um, scored important goals for us, but it's just turned. Something's happened. Some something something's happened along the way, and he's he's not a part of the squad. We've made six or seven important signings, all of which are playing their part. Bergwijn, who we thought would, you know, would be kicking on, is is kind of a bit part player, squad player. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but the, it's, the club has changed so much. We've got a backup striker in Vinicius. You know, Jory's out. We don't know how good he'd be. But he, not only have you got Jose Mourinho, but you've also got the chairman backing the vision. And there's one other element that I think that's added to the point where Jose Mourinho is probably as popular now as a Spurs manager as he has been since he took over. It was the uh, all, all or nothing. So he has benefited mm. a lot from... Oh, I say benefited. He's been a part of a plan from Daniel Levy, right? So bring in a great manager back him and then build the brand which is what we've seen over the year what do you make yeah, of all, all I, of that John? I think it's like what what is very encouraging about what we're seeing is that there does seem to be a long term plan from, from Levy all the way back from when Poch came in which is that we needed someone who could be like a statesman and get us through a difficult period like financially and on the pitch as well which Poch you have to like give him his credit like did a fantastic job of just galvanizing the fan base back into like from post Sherwood era where people were pulling their hair out to like being proud of like the young players and being proud of the team on the pitch then taking that team to actually like achieving top four which with the team we had that he he had initially to get it to where it gets to then he like overachieves and gets to a Champions League final but the team itself he couldn't get them over the line for various different reasons investment timing with the stadium and all that sort of stuff and I think what Levy's done that I think is really good is he's just looked at that and gone, right, in world football, which manager can take this team with a with a little bit of investment and start delivering trophies now? And bringing in Mourinho at the time he's brought him in with the, the players that we already have, the facilities that we already have, like all those pieces are in place. Jose's like, I need this player, this player, this player, and we'll probably have another January window and next summer if we don't achieve what we want to achieve in the short term. And then he will really be like we won't be in a better place to win the Premier League than we ever have been in the Premier League era. So I think a lot of credit does have to go to Levy for like putting putting Mourinho in a position to actually challenge for challenging for the title, which is what it's all about, not just winning any old trophy. Like I genuinely think we have a really good chance in the next couple of years with Jose there if he keeps getting backed to actually deliver the title. And so I think it's it's like the whole thing is really encouraging when you look at it, when you take a step back. Mm. Yeah, it does feel like there's this holistic approach towards mm. being successful um, with with Daniel Levy at the helm, like some sort of small, bald god. Um, <laughs> Cal, what, what do you make of his, um, his handling of the Deli Alley situation? Because there has been previous with Salah and De Bruyne letting players of significant quality fall through the gaps because there has been some sort of issue. Just as a caveat to that, um, Jose Mino has been on record explaining the situations with both those players. I can't remember the specifics of what they said because it's just popped into my my mind remembering that video. But mm. it, there's, there was ex, extra extraneous um, circumstances that that meant that um, they, both those players couldn't, you know, would never were going to make it. And Salah they didn't mm. think was quite ready, but um, you know they're, they're players in his position. Anyway, there was many, many reasons. But what would what, you make of um, what you make of Deli Ali's? handling is it is it bother you cow or is, is it something you hope they remedy i i think i i think it it does i think it bothers me because we love delhi we all love delhi and he was or and still is you know he was one of our one of the main players under the pochettino era and i think perhaps for <laughs> a lot of fans delhi delhi is perhaps a symptom of people missing pochettino um but we have an abundance of riches in the forward line. And Mourinho is a guy that values hard work over everything else. 
And if he feels that Delhi is not working hard enough and he has a shitload more options, he doesn't have to pick him at all, mm. then he's going to pick somebody else. And Delhi, in the when he has come on, he's not wowed me. You know, um, I think sometimes... I think sometimes his body language lets him down. I remember in the the Man United game coming on, he came, I think he came on at 5-1. And I thought, yes, Delhi's getting some minutes because we all love Delhi. And yes, that's good. He's getting some minutes. And he just kind of potted around and just knocked the ball around. And I think his body language lets him down sometimes. And I just would have liked to have seen him just fucking have it and proper go. I know that we were 5-1 up and it was about, you know, conserving the ball and conserving energy. But I just would have liked to have seen a little bit more from him in that game. Yeah. Uh, and when he played in Europe the other week as well um, against Antwerp, you know, I just I just want to see a little bit more desire for him to get his place back. So, and Mourinho's getting the results, so you have to be on Jose's side if you like. Yeah, um, yeah, that's or, it. That's you know, it. He's on. He said results. said a couple of times, isn't he? That it's not on. It's not up to me to motivate Deli Ali. He doesn't have to mm-hmm. motivate him because mm-hmm. he's got a squad that can cope without him. So it's like, like I don't have to work with you. You need to you need to show me that you can get into this squad, and if you can't, then you can move on. I don't, I don't hate that attitude. I don't hate that. I, I, well, I, I think there's this to quote to quote John Sitton, the great John Sitton. <laughs> Go on. Good players want to be good players all the time. Yes, they don't just want to be good players. Fucking sixty percent of the season, they want to be good players every fucking game. Re Harry Kane. You know, yeah. he wants to be the best player on the pitch every single game. The, there does seem to be a correlation between people who defend Delhi tend to not like Jose Mourinho and the people that Jose Mourinho tend to not really give a shit about the Delhi Alley situation. That's what I, I find. There's quite a polarising situation here because I'm not that bothered by the Delhi Alley situation. I do really like Jose Mourinho. And there are others that, are, that think that we're wasting an opportunity here. I think there's a middle ground somewhere, which is correct. Yeah, I think the middle ground is, mate, that ultimately it's down to Delhi. That, that's where I'm at with it. I love Delhi for, like, you know, the couple of seasons when he was absolutely ridiculous. And, I, like, I like players who take risks in the final third and can try things and do things that are interesting. But but ultimately, he's got to perform. And when he's not performing, it makes it really easy for Jose to leave him out, especially as we're getting results and he's, and he's not doing enough. And so, like brilliant players find a way to get themselves in the mix. And so that's why I'm not too like livid at Jose because it is down to Delhi. Perform better in training, make it hard for him not to pick you. When you play, play amazing and they have to, they have to play you. And I think it's down to Delhi to sort it out, basically. It's one of those, there was one of those things and, and you know, that, that was kind of alarming about all or nothing and all or nothing really, I think helped Jose Mourinho massively. Um, in terms of his image and you know, people like him outside the football club. When I talk to fans of other stuff when doing bits and pieces, they say about how much they liked Jose Mourinho and they're surprised. Mm. Um, so that's helped him massively, that. But Dele Alli didn't come out great on that documentary. He, he was called mm. out by Jose Mourinho and called lazy. You're a lazy fucker or whatever he said. And Dele Alli's reaction to that was surprised, it seemed. In that moment, yeah. he just looked, looked surprised. But it may be true. Uh, whatever it is, there's, a, there's, a, there's an issue. Anyway, move on. We've got loads of questions and little time. Um, there is a question from... Hang on, where is it? Uh, Esthart on, on Twitter. He says, why do so many people think they have to like the manager of their club? It's, I mean, do, do, do you, I feel like it is important to like, like the players and the people that represent your football club. 
but if you don't that you almost need success to, to paper over that feeling because the minute you don't you don't give them any any quarter do you for failure like I'm never a massive fan of Harry Redknapp, but you know, if when we were winning, I didn't even think about it. But the minute we started losing, I was back on the oh, Harry Redknapp's not good enough for Tottenham, whatever that hype train I was on back then. Do you think it's important mm. to like Jose Mourinho, boys? <clears throat> John, John, you there? Yeah, go on, mate. Oh, go on, go on. Oh, mate. This is a stellar podcast, oh, boys. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful, isn't it? I mean, this is you know, this is real. Oh, it's interesting stuff. Polite. Too, too bloody polite. Um, I should get back to digging out Flav for not putting in the right uh, episode orders. Um, yeah, basically, I, I think it's one of those things where, yeah, of course, it's better to um, like the manager in the same way as is. it's nice to like your players. Like, if you've got players in your team that are scumbags and you loathe them, like, it's harder to support them. Of course it is. And I think that's the same thing with the manager. They're the figurehead of the club. They're the person that's, like, making the decisions, setting the strategy. And it's human nature to essentially like undermine people you don't like about their decisions because you don't like them rather than looking at it objectively. It's really hard to do it. So I can understand why people in the fan base who don't like Jose then as like an implication of that are finding it harder to support the team because then when things aren't happening the way they want to, they can just project it onto him, which is not his fault. And I do think it becomes more difficult. I'm of the mindset personally where I just back the manager until it gets to a point where it's genuinely untenable. And so when people... Uh, kind of jumping on Jose before he'd manage one match. I'm like, you. That is just. It's, it's not. It's not fair. You're not giving him a fair chance to fail. You can dislike someone, but to what to basically hound him out before they have a chance to actually fail for us is just mental. I just put, so yeah. So I just put out a tweet uh, asking people whether they like Jose Mourinho. Yes or no? We're having a debate on the pod, so we'll see on the end of the show. By the time we we get to the end of the show, I'll have another look at that tweet and find out if the people who follow love the shirt like Jose Mourinho uh, I, I, what, what do you reckon what would that percentage split would be Cal I think because the results are positive I think it's going to be mostly positive well give um, me a percentage because that's what this is going to be sure uh, 67% say so that you do like him they do like him it's going to be 67% I think, I think I'd, 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 I'd guess a bit higher than that I'd say around okay. s- eight, about 76 77 Ooh. Ooh, you 11 Reef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'll be high 70s as well because I think actually the majority of people do like him. Gen- like Generally speaking, our fan base thinks, especially it'd been interesting to have done this like day one and then now because I think it would be yeah. more 50 50 at the beginning and now it's definitely in his favour, which is good. Um, Stephen Vincent says, after a year of windy warming to him, is it a weird year of windy warming to him or still longing for Poch? Um, well, I'm not going to answer for Windy. Uh, go and listen to him. I love the shirt. Um, on fucking hell, the extra inch. He'll he'll definitely um, yeah, he'll let you know because that uh, they I, yeah they. I think uh, if I was to guess what Windy was thinking, I think he'd probably still long in for Potch somewhat. I think he really enjoyed mm. his football under Potch. Do you miss? Do, uh, let me ask you something, Cal. Do you do you feel do you love Mourinho? As much as you love Poch? Uh, not yet. Um, could, could it be? Could you yeah, oh, absolutely. Get in absolutely. There? Because Pochettino gave us five years of, well, I'd say three, of really good football, really good results, brilliant memories. Um, but I really like Mourinho. I've always quite liked him. Um, 
And I think because he will do absolutely anything to win for his football club. He may not be loyal to one football club. He may say in one breath, you know, oh, I'll never, you know, I'm a Chelsea man. And then two years later say, yeah, I'm at Tottenham, fuck Chelsea. But do you know what? While he's here, he's our guy. And he wants us to win by any means necessary. And on the Patreon pod we did the other day, we know we spoke about him trying to get Bale out of the squad, the squad, the Wales squad, trying to get Kane out of the England squad, because it. it's about those small percentages. It's all about Tottenham and winning for Tottenham. And I do like him. And I think I think you were right. I think all or nothing was good for him. Um, I think there is a section of our support that's still pining for Pochettino. They need to move the fuck on. Um, that Monday night football thing did nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. He, he fucking sounded like a bumbling idiot, to be honest. And it's... <laughs> Hush. It just... I, I couldn't watch it. I, I couldn't watch it. It's it like, did what... nothing for me. Nothing. Do, do you know what? Why people are being all weird about it. It did nothing for me. Do you know what, right? What you, if, if Poch was like Daddy Poch, yeah? And when he left, it was like your parents splitting up and Jose comes in as like the suave mother's dream that's like your new stepdad. Yeah. And yeah. at the beginning, you, you hate him and you're like, oh, fuck this prick. Like, he's not my dad. Like, fuck him. Like, don't want anything to do with him. We're now at the stage where it's like, you're in that point where he like, he'll, he'll pick you up after school and he'll go, oh, do you know what? We'll just, we'll just pop in and get a couple of sweets on the way home. You're like, actually, I don't love you yet. But we're mate. We're in that mates pit, you know. Like we yeah. said, that's a bit of a mate, and you're like, oh, he's all right actually. Like, he's, yeah, all right. he's all right. He's, he's pretty. He's pretty sound for a guy who's smashing my mum. Like he's all right. Um, and then yeah. and then you see you see like Monday night football was basically when you're like you're out with your mates, and then you see your old man in the boozer at like 11 a.m. and he's looking dishevelled, and you're like, fuck you now. <laughs> like mum, mum has done well actually. Turns out, um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's one of them. But yeah, then you obviously awesome. got awesome. worried that one day you're going to open the bedroom door and Jose Mourinho will have your mum bent over the bed with a gun to the back of her head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, just, like Janice Soprano. Janice Soprano, yeah. Exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> Who was it? Was it Ralphie or was it... Um... You the boss, Jose. You the boss, Richie. Jose. Richie. Richie yeah. Jose, Jose, it should be you. It should be you, Jose. You should be the boss. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Pochettino's missus is doing to him now doing him with a strap on going it should have been you Mauricio you <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, but by the but when we say our mums we're actually talking about John's mum right we all agree it's John's mum and not our our, our mums yeah. yeah. John's yeah. mum's livery, livery old jugs. Yeah, what is it? Um, yeah. Imperial leather jugs. Imperial leather tits. <laughs> <Imperial leather tits. laughs> Soapy old imperial leather tits. Yeah. Wonder, sure. and the, the thing is about a woman's breasts, they don't grow old. They're not like, they're always, there's no wrinkles Evergreen. on breasts typically until they get much older, I'd imagine. Yeah. So I, I'd imagine <laughs> your, your mum's boobs are quite still quite succulent. Pro- yeah, probably. There's a there's a fair amount of um a fair amount of weight in there, which which obviously helps with the um with the the grip that you get. And obviously, the more they're getting grip, the sort of you know they're going to keep their firmness. It's like with moisturizer. You know, the more you're rubbing your face and moisturizing, it keeps the, s- the skin supple, right? So obviously, my my stepdad Andy's giving them like fair pretty good workout. I imagine on quite a regular basis. So they're probably in yeah. pretty good shape. I imagine, especially if she's you know soaking them up with the imperial leather. Pretty yeah. good for the skin, isn't it? Pretty Keeps good skin firm, regime on the old, yeah, yeah. Just, the old just, chebs. Just had this weird. Uh, just reading through the um, while talking about your mum's chebs, um, <laughs> just a weird tweet from this guy. His account is uh, Ole Glazer Solskjaer is a fraud. Oh yes. Um, hyphen L U H O G S. I don't know what that means. 
and he's at his at ball underscore hogbar. Um, it's one of these little Twitter football Twitter geeks, isn't it? But his question is, why don't you change the name of this podcast to Pochettino Fanboys or Mourinho Haters? Pochettino could have stayed at Spurs for decades, never winning anything, and still be considered a genius manager instead of the bottler that he was, and you would still be sucking him dry. Wow! Yes. Wow! I don't know what is he saying. What, what's he getting? At it? It's like he wouldn't. He's obviously a United fan. You wouldn't take Pochettino right now. And what, 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 so he's calling Pochettino a fraud, a failure, and we're sucking him dry. And his 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 account name is Ole Glazer Solskjaer is a fraud. <laughs> so, but by the, but you still wouldn't want Pochettino because he's a. Trophy Dodger, Dodger. He is also, also, he's taking the time out of his day. Like he's obviously either listened to the pod for his own Why? like interest, Why? and he's taking his time to then tweet us, going, "You, you have got this. We are living in your fucking head, mate. Rent free. Like, why are we on your radar as a club? Why are we on your radar as a pod? What? Fuck you and fuck your shit, little tin pot club. You, you, talking of frauds and bottle jobs." United are fucking yesterday's news, mate. They're fucking gone. Their fan base is gone. Their manager's gone. Their team is shit. John, in your head, he's listening to all this, isn't he? Yeah, he's getting it, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm squaring up to him. I'm just mad because all my mates are slagging off my mum's soapy tits. I'm just fucking giving it to him, taking out all my anger on him. Like proper, proper Tony Soprano with fucking Ralph in the kitchen after the fucking horse, horse has been burnt to death, and I've mate, lost it, mate. Yeah. He's um, mate. Look, he's he's got the strangest account, man. He's um, he he's he's two hours ago, two hours ago, right? Live score of say Pochettino X, Ole Tick, United have backed their man. All right, so they're not getting Pochettino; they're keeping Solskjaer according to live score. And then he's just put a massive L in laughing emojis. Like, what, are you laughing at Pochettino or are you laughing at Man United for being shit? These guys are mad, mate. If you are listening to this, if there's somehow you're listening to this, please get in touch and explain. Like. It, we could bring you on the show next week. Just figure out what you're getting at. Oh, yes. Yeah, come on. Oh, yes, please. Please. Like, yeah. DMs are open, mate. Come in. Like, we, it's not... We won't bite. It's... Um, well, we might... No, we'll John be... might smash your face in. But other than that... <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so overall, let's... Let, before we... We've got a quiz coming up. We've got a quiz coming up. Um, you know, we've got the... Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there messaging me, sending me DMs and that, going, I'll smash T's face in. Not only in the quiz... Like actually, I'll smash his face in oh, on the on road. Yeah, on road, on road. I'll spread him like marmalade all over the all over the floor. Um, fold him up. Yeah, fold him up. <laughs> brush his hair, brush his teeth, put him to bed. That level of insulting. Uh, Tom oh. was Tom was one of these guys who's, who went went for tea, and he's um, he's waiting in the lobby, and we're gonna unmute him in a second so he can take on tea. The current record for this quiz is um, is uh, eight out of ten. T scored eight out of ten. Uh, no one since the start has um, has, has, has beaten. There's been two people. No one's. I think no, one person. Uh, it was Rich last week. He got seven out of ten. You wouldn't have been able to hear it because I, I tried to add some music to, to just like I should just stop. I know my limitations. Know what I'm good at. Know what I'm not good at. And producing on the go after you've had four glasses of wine isn't the one. So apologies for that if you didn't hear. Uh, we know music this week. There'll just be the quiz. And Tom's answers, and should Tom uh, beat 
uh, T's eight out of ten score, then um, he'll be in line to win. Did we agree? What did we come up with a prize? You said something about a signed photo, but of Pochettino, <laughs> but then Alex was going to sign it. So a yeah, signed so photo. You let me down. A signed photo. <laughs> you let of me Alex. down. I, I think we could come up with something better than that. Um, maybe Tom. I actually think that this Glazer, Ollie person he should have a go. Alex. Yeah, maybe. Um, Tom, uh, when, when we're unmuting in a second, maybe think about what kind of gift you would want, prize you would be like to be in line for, should you beat his uh, beat beat Filoni's score of eight out of ten. But before we do move on to that, give us a, a rating out of ten that you would give Jose Mourinho's performance so far as manager of Tottenham Hotspur, Cal. Over the year, seven. Seven, okay. Seven. Okay. okay. Seven, yeah. What yeah. about you, John? I'm going to I'm gonna go slightly higher, man. I'm going to give him an eight out of ten. I don't think he's got much wrong, mate. I think he's doing all right. <laughs> of course you will. Of course you will. <laughs> the mayor of Eleven Reef walks in and goes, yeah, I'll give him an eight. <laughs> John does like everything, oh, to be fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm a happy, positive, you know, you go are. lucky, happy, go lucky guy, mate. Did you see your 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 hero, um, your number one, your hero, Craig David, do a song with KSI the other day? Number one, mate. Facts don't lie, do they? Well, they've they, they got number one. Yeah, number one, mate. Bang. What, what, that's a good thing. I'm not saying what. Like, you, he's, yeah. one, he's one of your heroes. Why? Why would it be a good thing that he's doing a song with KSI, a YouTuber? It's another number one. I mean, it's. it's uh, so I mean, hang on. Do you follow Craig David like a football team? No, I'm just saying. Right, okay. I'll, I'll, let me tell you this then. Do you remember when Paul McCartney did that horrific song with with Kanye and Rihanna? Did you like that? No. Do you still like Paul McCartney? Yes. Right. Next. No, I don't like Paul McCartney. He left the Beatles. He turned to shit. No, yeah, well, mate, he, he he made he joined. Well, he created Wings, the band the Beatles, the Beatles could have been. been so. <laughs> Very good. What's your favorite? What's your, your favorite Beatles album? Uh, probably uh, Revolver. No, the answer is the best of the Beatles. Um, if we, if we <laughs> get partridge quotes. Anyway, all right, yeah. let's let's get to it. Um, don't jump in, boys, at all. Yep. Uh, just right. basically shut your fucking mouth. And uh, right. let's hear from Tom. You ready to go, my friend? Tom, you're there. Go. Need to, is, oh, he's ready to go? I'm ready to go. Fucking ready to go. Love that energy. Go on, Tom. Tom, how, conf- right. how confident are you, Tom? I'm just going to adjust your levels there. Yesterday, I was a good 12 out of 10. Today, I'm a good 3 out of 10. Melt. But... melt. This is what happens. People melt. <laughs> no, it's fine. I've put myself in the fridge. I'm re- I've picked myself back up. I'm ready to Come go. I'm ready, I'm ready to smash it, make him look like an embarrassed little child. Embarrassed oh, little yes. child. Oh, Lo- yes. What energy. Yes. This Love is it. the Bruno energy. Hello. That's the mentality. <laughs> it, yes, uh, that is the mentality. Although, like I said, it's all well and good. Everyone answers them at home. It's like, like when you watch the chase. I smashed the chase. I know if I got on there, wouldn't. But absolutely fucking cave in. So let's see. Let's see if you're you're a man of your word, Tom. Uh, all of these questions are um, they are Jose Mourinho related in the last year. So nothing shouldn't be too, too anything too difficult here. Remember, you need to eight. You need to match. If you, I say what, if you match T's score, what prize do you want? Did you come up with anything, Tom? No, I couldn't think of anything. I'll take. I'll take the signed picture by Alex. All right. Okay. That's in. That we'll, we'll, maybe we'll make a bounty of prizes, uh, of which a signed picture of Pochettino by Alex 
is is one of those one of those prizes. <laughs> I think maybe we should all donate something to this box. All all of us. Oh, yeah. good shot. Imperial leather for me. I'll just get a nice bottle of that. <laughs> All right, lovely. A nice bottle of Imperial leather. Right, here we go. We start the quiz. No music this time because uh, I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, right, which player did Mourinho say he has to give more than he is after taking him off at half time in the one all draw with Burnley? And Dombele. Correct. What reason did Jose Mourinho give for shaving his head off, hair off, rather, last season? Is it A, ready for war, B, fell asleep in the chair, or C, to hide his ageing white hair? I think it's a third one. That is incorrect. But that's okay. That's okay. You can still afford to get one more wrong. Number three. I was rude, but I was rude to an idiot. A coach of which club did Mourinho call an idiot? So do you remember there's a big fallout? In the last year? For Tottenham, yeah. I was rude, but I was rude to an idiot. At a club of which club? A coach of which club did Mourinho call an idiot? Conbury spat with... Um, I'll say Frank Lampard. Uh, no. It, he didn't have to... You only had to name a club and it wasn't Chelsea anyway, so... Oh. No, good. All right, we'll carry on. Um, let's see. <laughs> you can still get eight, right? Fine, um, yeah. Four. Who scored the opening goal of Mourinho era? The first Luke goal. Moore. It's incorrect. It was Son. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Everyone. If you're listening, I love you. I never meant anything. I never meant anything. Everyone gives it, it a it big Let We have to yeah. complete the game, though, because yeah, it's it, fine. It's it, fine. It, if you somehow remain at the top of the, uh, uh, top of the, the leaderboard, um, with Rich on seven, maybe we can sort something else out for you. Um, okay. Uh, how many goals has Kane scored under Mourinho in all competitions? I'll give you, if you can get it to the nearest two, either side. There's been 33, uh, uh, 33 appearances. How many goals has he scored for Mourinho? Two either side. 28. 27, you get the point. Number six, how many clean sheets have Spurs kept under Jose Mourinho? I will give you two either side. Two of side. Is this all competitions? Uh, under, over 50 games. Okay. Um, I'm going to say eight. I'll give you that. It's ten, just on the cusp. Uh, how many goals have Tottenham scored in those 50 games? I'm going to give you two either side. 50 games, how many goals have you scored? Um, 83. Oh, nowhere near, mate. Well out. Boys, you want to give a guess of that? I, I, would have, I was going to say like 63 or something. 63? What the fuck? We scored seven, we eight, seven against South, um, yeah. United. Uh, uh, 110. <laughs> it was 101. Oh. Uh, right, the maximum score you can get is six now, so you're just playing for your pride, what's left of it, Tom. Uh, what, None. What? <laughs> What is Spurs' biggest margin of victory under Jose? Clue, it's happened three times. The number of goals, our biggest win by? Five. Five is correct. 7-2 versus Maccabi Haifa. 6-1 versus United. Or 5-0 versus Burnley. Number nine. What incident, does, what incident made Jose and Yao Sacramento get up from their seats? And why did they berate the fourth official? 
um, there should have been a second yellow card. Someone was already in the yellow card and he committed a foul and didn't get a second yellow. So they ran up to uh, the fourth official. I would definitely give you a point for that. Sterling dived after City penalty miss had already been booked and they wanted a second yellow. Uh, yeah. And final question. Mourinho wants his players to be a bunch of what? Intelligent cunts. Yep. Incorrect. Correct. 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 You got six. Um, I'll take that. Well, I, you, can, you can take all you want. I was That was pathetic after all the shit you see it <laughs> Tom all that all the bit you put a bit look give me a chance just give me a chance give, just let me at him just let me at him and you've melted me yeah do you know what it's going to be now I know what, what will happen right when this goes out T will just be sitting there listening and he'll just sit back light up a cigar like Jordan and he'll just be like oh, I took that shit personal and then you know <laughs> he's just going to kick back and he's, he's going to look at you look at you Tom and he's just going to be like what a little mug how dare he how dare he try and challenge me Tom never mind mate never you did mind, your best yeah. thanks for coming on been a good sport can you um, can you just let us let us know what you think of, of, of Jose Mourinho where you at before we we, we close up um, I've flip flopped for fucking months on end I think the worst one was I think it was was it a 0-0 Bournemouth away at that yeah. point I thought now get the mm. fuck out of my club um, but now, I'm I'm very much all in. Like yeah. it's it's this season or never. If he doesn't fucking do it, string him up, quarters, throw tomatoes at him, <laughs> do what you want. But yeah, no, I'm happy. I'm happy for now. If he wins something, then it's going to be a jizz time. But apart from that, yeah, <laughs> wonderful. All right, well, well rounded up. Uh, yeah, thanks again, mate, for taking part uh, and for supporting the fighting cock. You're a legend. And um, boys, no, thank you very much. No, mate, absolute pleasure. Um, boys, uh, thanks a lot as well. And we'll no doubt no speak next week, won't we? We will. Yeah, we will. Beautiful. John, say hello to your mum for me. Uh, Cal, have a nice day. <laughs> All right, you two champ. Take care. Bye. Peace. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Cock a Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime. Anywhere, with most standard algorithm, in the order it was received, please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. 
Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.